Hello. We're back. It is a so much another episode of the Bible Study Girl podcast. I'm Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And that deep voice you heard just a second ago wasn't mine. It was the voice of Bible Study Brother, the executive producer of this podcast. <laughs> uh, what's good, people? It is I, Icarus Gray. Welcome to the most wonderful podcast of your day. You can check me out over at Gray Area Anime. You just introduced yourself as Icarus Gray. We had a whole spiel. Do you remember we perfected it? But it has been a while since we've been on the mic, so you completely forgot. Is Bible study? Oh, excuse me. No, let's try it again. Hold on. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Do I have to say hello? No, you don't have okay. to say hello. You just trying to, I'm just trying to let the beat get, get the down vibe. a second. Okay. <clears throat> All right, hold on. Wait. <laughs> What's good, people? It's Bible study brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at gray area anime and this is the most wonderful podcast of your day thanks i'm glad you i'm glad you fixed it but hey you have great reason to not be on program or on trend or um on brand on brand (laughs) that is a great my mind you know my mind been kind of off but yours has been too (laughs) and we have a great reason for that because we have definitely been down through there um in the year of our Lord, 2021. So, it's been a rough one for us. Uh, so rough that there was an episode that we tried to do for this exact thing that you'll never hear. You won't ever hear it. I told him uh, we'll save it for our own selves to listen to <laughs> at some point. But we really were in a state of disbelief and shock. And um, at that point, okay, I'm talking around the subject but I need to get right to it guys we've had a tremendous amount of loss in our family this year um started January 1st our uncle passed away he was 92 years old life well lived um and so even though we knew he lived a full life it still was a very sad moment for us because he's the oldest living member of our family we treasured him we loved him um he just was a great beacon and a great light and while we were dealing with that loss, Bible study cousin, also known, well, her legal government name is Tamika, um, passed away on January 7th. So just six days later. And after the day after she passed away, we got in a car, went to Kansas City for our uncle's wake and then funeral the next day. And then we came straight back um, after the funeral on Saturday so we could make plans to bury Tamika and celebrate her life. Um And so we did a whole podcast about how we missed her and our loss and how our loss was so great. And then on February 6th, Tamika's mother, our aunt, passed away as well. So that added a whole different layer. And while we're dealing with that, our uncle is in the hospital with COVID. Um, He went on a ventilator the Thursday before Aylinda died. And then he passed away on Valentine's Day. And so... We have been punched in the throat, in the gut. Uh, We've been beat up. Uh, We've been through an incredible amount of grief and stress. And honestly, I don't know about you. I haven't processed anything that we're going through right now. No, it kind of like roller coasters. um, Because there are days where it's like, Okay, um, the sense of normalcy in terms of like working or something, 
It's like, all right, I'm working. You know, I'm getting to the point. And then something will happen. You know, like I, I literally, I don't get into it with a customer because <laughs> I realized that I was like overly emotional. Like I have not been this um, tense about everything. Like y'all call me grumpy all the time, but like. Because you are. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this was different. Like this was like young. Like when I would get mad when I was like young, it was just like, you know, take much like. The world is against, like, teenage anger kind of thing. Yeah. Where, like, the world must be against me. So, you know, I either wake up and I have this moment where every death that we've had flashes through my head and I have to be like, it's not real. Right. And I know in a lot of ways I do struggle with it not being real. Um, And I was talking to my cousin and... It really is the little things that drive home the point that these people are gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Tamika, for years, and you can attest to this, has been a big advocate for snow days. And like, cousin, I know you need to work, but like, Jesus, come see about me. (laughs) I need Mm -hmm. a snow day. And we got a whole snow week. We got a snow week. (laughs) Um, I ended up with COVID. Right. And I had to be out of work 20 days because of my liver disease. So literally this entire time it's just and it was the day or that four days after her funeral mm-hmm. is when myself and her sister uh ended up being out, you know, and it was like so we're all sitting there. Then, you know, our uncle goes in the the hospital because we hadn't heard from him and, and stuff, and it was like what is going on? And and I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere i can't do anything um it was the weirdest level of grief i've ever had because it's like as soon as i was like able to like right before i was able to see daylight because i would have been released uh that monday you know is when and linda passed and it was like i just wanted to get outside i just wanted to move around um I wanted to get back to stuff because we got you and I got like that one week where we were like, all right, this is what I know she would have wanted us to do. I think I initially when she passed away, that is what kept me moving. Uh, Tamika definitely. um, She was like. She would try to be so gangster in a lot of ways she was, but she really was a sensitive person. And I know that if she could see the way I'm handling this and the way I'm going through this, she would not be pleased and she would be talking mad (laughs) trash about me. Um, But like I said earlier, it's the little things that really trigger me and make me cry and make me sad and, I, but initially I was very much so focused on being sure that her funeral was a celebration of her life because she lived a great life. She had a wonderful life, a full life. And I was focused on that. And then after the funeral is over, then what, you know, after I've done all I can physically do, then what? Because then I'm left alone with my feelings, my emotions, how I'm going to make it through this. Um... I don't know. So it's just a weird, weird space to be in. And I was very, um, but even after she passed, probably 
two or three weeks, I would say three weeks right before Linda passed away, mm-hmm. I was, y'all, we can do this. Let's get back to real life. Yeah. Let's start living. Like, we don't have to do everything, but let's start walking again. Let's start walking on Saturday mornings. Um, that's something Tamika, Bible study mama, and I, and Tamika's sister, we did regularly on Saturday mornings. We would go for our Saturday morning walk and but in, in in her honor, we like the mindset was already planning the year of celebration and continuing to work. Right. Because we had literally gone into, okay, we know these things are coming up. We know these are things we're gonna have to deal with. Let's do some walking. Let's let's start, you know, training for a marathon that we can do in her honor. Half. Uh, half. Half. Sorry. Yes. Because uh, while she was alive, she begged me, come on, cousin. Don't you wanna do a half with me? No. Like I refuse, but like in the spirit of let's get it together, yeah, let's, let's move, let's live life, yeah. we were like, let's train. Well, that and then, you know, we were going to, I'm sure we would have planned something to do for February. Like, I was planning things to do for you mm-hmm. um, because I knew how hard this month was going to be for you and for mom, a Bible study mama. Um, and it was like, yes, these are the things I can focus on. You know, we I can set this time aside. We can do this. We can do that. You know, like I wasn't able to really get into anything while I was isolated because I was sick. Like I literally was in a place where I'm like, oh, I wish this on no one. And it was like, nope. (laughs) And I mean, you know, I only had to preach once. Thank God, because normally like it just I would have I don't I don't. I think I would have reached my. I'm too tired <laughs> to do it point. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had had to do any more than I than, than what was requested of me at the time. And it's just weird because like I said, none of it feels real. Um, the things around all of this uh, spiritually that we're dealing with, the things that still have, regardless that, that have to be done. It's like, how Jesus, <laughs> how, you know, even trying to get back to this. And I know I had sent you something because I was, uh, you know, inspired by it in the sense of, 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 uh, camel stage talking about, you want to start a podcast and you know, you got to go through a hundred episodes of people, you know, like this many listens or whatever. So you can get to, to that bigger place. And I was like, yeah. And, and granted, I, I sent that to you. I think this following or previous week, whatever it's recently enough. And it was like, you got to do it. You started the journey, um, not not for success, but just because this is something that was purposed on, on your heart to do, do it. I'm thankful for the podcast because the podcast has given me um, precious and priceless gifts. And I think we talked about this in the episode that you will never hear. But I'm thankful that I get to hear Tamika's faith walk in her mm-hmm. voice and I get to reflect on her life and just her journey. And aside from um, her faith and her relationship with God, just who she is as a person, it's difficult for me to say was <laughs> and do past tense. Um, and I think about that quite often when I talk about her. Um, and so I know that there is a purpose for this podcast. I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, well, one of the things I'm supposed to be doing, but honestly, it's difficult. Like my focus right now primarily has been 
getting up every day, washing my body, brushing my teeth. And if I do that, you have done a great job, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's difficult um, to cycle through my emotions. But I think at this point, more than focusing on my grief and my emotions and how I'm processing my life, I think this would be a great episode for us to maybe share favorite memories and moments with each of the Mm. people that we have lost so we don't continue to spiral down into the deep, dark depths of isolation and depression. Weird question. Mm -hmm. Or not weird, but I've always wondered, like, I get the past tense when you say was, but it's just like if they they stopped at the point that they stopped and, and you know, they're at home with God, d- doesn't it still mean that they are still that, though? Like I believe they are still that, and that is why you know, I, quite often when I talk about her, it's present tense because she still is. Like, yeah, yeah, I okay, can't touch okay. her, I can't feel her, but... But it's like, but, you know, that's who they are. I mean, correct. like, while they're spiritual self is not here um the essence doesn't leave like legacies you know and i've said that a couple times like legacies don't die they continue in that sense of like she didn't stop being herself until then you know putting stuff together for you and nothing 100 percent. and so like i've always wondered that because i've tried to be like you know like you know i'm not gonna be like sarita was my big sister Oh, she is my big sister, you know, and it's just like it doesn't she whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Anyway, I've, I've just always wondered that. Like, this is weird to me to do that. I mean, that's what we're and here I for, just to talk and gr- just, you know, figure it out. Yeah. We're going to figure it out together. That's all we can do. I know grammatically how it works, <laughs> but like, it's just a weird thing it to is me weird. recently. And I know that that's been more of a thing. Like, it is very much a thing for me recently. Um, I'll start. Favorite memory of Uncle Blue. I don't think I have one favorite memory. You have one. I don't think I have just one single favorite memory, but I did look for it. Um, Uncle Blue is like, I wish I, he's the coolest cat ever. Like, had, even at 92, he was still, he could still pull mm-hmm. him. You know, uh, a faithful member of the church. He was a deacon. And yeah. so, you know, all the old ladies, once our um, aunt, aunt Pete passed away, all the old ladies at church wanted him, like, he was a prime catch. Um, he just loved life. He enjoyed living life. And I will say, um, he was the pound cake baker in our family. Mm-hmm. I'm taking up the mantle, man. And I you, will be the pound and cake it's lady. It's like you had started doing that before. And technically, yeah, it would have ended up being me because he actually wrote down his recipe and gave it to me. Don't even matter. The but Lord anointed it. my hands. He did. He anointed my hands. And so and I'm I, take I got it. some other things. And so that... Uh, he just, just was a, is just thoroughly enjoyed being in his presence. Yeah. The most hospitable person I knew on the planet. Just a love for people, like a genuine, um, a genuine love for people. And he loved family and taking care of family oh, was so important man. to him. So um, I can't pick one thing. It's just like. All the things about him that made him him, like, those are the things that I miss. And I love the love that he had with Aunt Pete. Like, their love story was still 
stands the test of time for me and I love the way he took care of her I love the way they took care of each other because it wasn't just like a him taking care of her they were a team and I mean team like Like, team they would be cooking in the kitchen and the kitchen wasn't all that big and wouldn't bump into each other they would just rotate around each other one person would be doing this the other would be doing this and by the time we ate and were done like you're not gonna see them in the in the kitchen for another 45 minutes plates and stuff was clean like they walking up to go to bed at the same time we going to bed because everybody was doing what they need to do um but, always set you know. the table like i i love their love story yeah. so that's one thing for me uh for me i think i can't remember if i was in elementary school but i probably was because this was around the time um that pops was still doing governor school and i used to love going to see him do his little show for the students or whatever mm-hmm. So we're in Kansas City with Uncle Blue. He went there. I think it was, it might have just been me and Mama this time. I'm not sure. Because um, you be grown. You be out in the world. <laughs> like, you've been grown for a long time. I have. <laughs> um, and we were in the back room that's right off of the kitchen mm-hmm. uh, where he would keep his amp and his guitar. And he had a little amp, and so I'm playing on the guitar. And I'll never forget him, you know, sitting there. He was kind of showing me kind of like how to hold my hands or whatever. I, I can't play, and I didn't learn, but... <laughs> You know, I'm sitting there trying to play a little bit and make sounds come out. And I was like, and he would always sing this. And he's like, I'm really up there. He was like, the Joe Gray show. Not the little, oh, the, not the little Gray show. It was something I had said. Like, I don't remember. But it was this wonderful bonding moment for us. Um, I remember going back um, probably late teens. I'm sure because I have a picture somewhere probably on my phone or on Facebook of me holding a guitar. And that was me and my man gone back up there or I had gone up there by myself. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but I just always remember being back there with him playing that guitar, singing this little song and him like just the thing about him that I realized at his wake that I realized at the funeral when I um, at the wake when I saw him and then at the funeral when some of his friends were speaking about him, he made everybody feel special. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, and it, and, and it made you feel like you were the only person. And I, I can guarantee you that might have been outside of a million other things as to why all these church women was in love with Jackson something. Um, <laughs> but he just made you feel good. And when he I, did. And when I saw him, you know, they did a great job. The front home did a great job. He was, he just made me happy. Like, it was just like, I'm happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, even though I can't talk to you or anything, like, you're still, your face just, I'm lighting up. Um, but that that was my favorite moment because it was something that was between us at the time. And whether it was cooking or the time I came up there by myself or whatever, he made that city alive for me. Yep, definitely did. Um, let's hop on to our girl Bible study cousin. For me, of course, it will be hard to choose one memory that stands out above the rest. Um, I just enjoy being with her. We were very, our lives were very intertwined. And so I don't know, like that was just part of my daily routine in my daily life. Um, and I have so many great memories, so many yeah. 
things that make me laugh and smile. Um, just looking back at videos of us all together having a good time. Um, maybe I will share, um, you know, last year I wrote a list of 37 things I wanted to do while I was 37 and one of them was dancing in the rain and the day uh, we moved by we moved Bible study cousin into her home um, on the 4th of July mm -hmm. we were almost finished moving in um, we we're trying to get the couch to the front door I had to take the legs off the bottom of the couch and while I was doing that it started to rain and so we're like just gonna take a break let this couch sit on the little porch Just area where it was covered. yeah where it was covered <laughs> like let this couch sit on a little porch area and like after that we were going to be done and I was like hey guys you know this is the perfect opportunity for you me did. to dance in the rain it's on my list I gotta get my list completed and so we all started to dance in the rain and Bible study cousin of course was looking crazy because I always did stuff that was weird to her and like girl you are so extra <laughs> And then she started to dance in the rain with us. And so I feel like that's a great, precious, priceless memory that we won't ever, we won't forget. Um, and I think it it just, just, just a reminder to me, like you don't know when your last moment or your last chance to do something weird or different or fun and you don't re realize how much of a impact that that would make but it's such a sweet and precious memory to me that we all got soaking wet like soaking wet soaking. to the point i had to take my clothes off in her laundry room and like get some clothes from a million clothes that she had <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> we were soaking like we all like just had to we still had to get stuff in the house yeah we still, we, still <laughs> like, had we, we had to like we was just done when we was out there but man. we had such a great time and that's man. like such a precious priceless memory um so, again, I, I think to me that's just another reminder that this blog and this podcast has been such a blessing to me because it's given me so many memories that I can hold on to that make me laugh and cry and smile and just enjoy. So, of course, I have, honey, I could write you a book and do probably 800 hours of podcasting. And remember that time we went to the blah, yeah. blah, blah, Um but she lived a wonderful life, a full life, and so those are the things I hold on to and and try to focus on. I guess mine will be from that same day, and only because I had forgotten about it until I saw a picture, is when she wanted to take a lap around her fireplace and just right. run around in a, in, a, in a gospel lap. And the first person running behind it was me, and I was like, let's just do it. Oh, because we were praising the Lord. And it we was just like, house, like, and it was like, yes, and we throwing our head back and running around, and we're going around, going around. And it was just like these lasting moments of, I think the small thing that, uh, okay. You can get cry. It. It's fine. That, that means the most is just like, she was just always there. Yeah. You know, so like in if there's something um important going on for me, she was just there. So I like look over and even though I should have expected her to be at dinners and stuff with us, I would just always be surprised and I'm like, You're there and you know, we would eat or, or do whatever. It was just the greatest. It was sweet to have that. While he crying, let me tell y'all. I had told, I asked his wife to bring him some tissue before we got to talk. He was like, I'm fine. Ain't nobody going to be crying. 
<laughs> now he crying like a baby. Okay. Oh, but it was. But just, it is, yeah, it's, it's it is. Just those, like, it's just you know. precious, precious memories. Okay, Aunt Linda. Let's see. Oh, that's easy. Don't I, I know what yours <laughs> is. It's definitely not mine. Um, I have so many sweet, precious memories of Aunt Linda. And again, it is really hard for me to pick just one. I mean, you were whole, her baby. I was, you know, um, for the first five years of my life, I was raised by my family because my mom was in college and Aunt Linda's house was a house that I was at frequently, um, frequently, frequently. I was one of her children. Um, and so when Tamika passed, it was very difficult um, to see her and just to know like the pain she was in. I think that is one thing that has been so difficult about this whole experience is that we are all so sad and in so much pain and we're all trying to process it and you want to make it better for everybody and you can't. Um, And so I don't know. I have so many great memories of her. Um, She told me like I was the last child she was going to take in. Cause she was really big mad when mm. I decided <laughs> uh, to live with mom. She wanted me to stay with her. Like you going with this lady? <laughs> like, <laughs> would I been washing your butt? <laughs> 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 um, so it's hard to. I don't. I don't have just one favorite memory of her, but she took care of me all my life. She's definitely one of my biggest supporters. I'm gonna tell this story because it's funny. Um, <laughs> You know, when I got engaged, <laughs> he came, like, he proposed to me Christmas Eve. The next day, we went to Christmas with the family, and I was like, hey, Linda, this is my fiance. And she said, hmm, that remains to be seen <laughs> <laughs> in his face. And I was upset at the time, but it was funny, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was not with it, honey. And she was not shy about letting me know oh, no. her thoughts and opinions about my life and what I was doing. Um, and so I do, I miss that. I miss her frankness, her abruptness. Um, I definitely miss that. Okay. So let's do this. It's a good time. We were all in Panama City Beach, Florida. Because also, I do need to point out that. Um, you know, our family is a traveling family. So, mm-hmm. Aunt Linda, um, Ari, Pat, me, Mom, Joe, Grandma, Great Grandma, and Vicky, we typically went on vacation every summer together and we mm-hmm. went to various and different yeah, And beaches, then, whether or not everybody else came was kind of up in the I, air. I was but that was but our that, core. You, like, as you said, that, yes. That, that was, was cool. our core vacation group. Every summer, we were going to hit the beach together. So, I just want to throw that in there. So, this was just uh-huh. another. This is like one of my first like remembering that we're traveling memories, mm-hmm. um, because like we've been to Vegas and stuff like that before, but I don't. Yeah. I was I, I only remember like the smallest portion of that, but this I remember that week, mm-hmm. and so we go to the beach. My and Linda, um, cousin Shell are all on the beach facing the hotels, and <laughs> they can't see behind them. And as most of you know, waves, you know. They got a mind of their own, you know? <laughs> and so this big giant wave comes and I'm like, it knocks both of them over. I don't remember whether or not we're telling them like, 
you might want to turn around or they just didn't expect it to knock them that hard. But either way, mm-hmm. they get knocked down and, and the way it's just covered. Yeah. And so I'm like <laughs> three foot nothing at this point, maybe four foot if I'm pushing. And so I'm running over there, bean sprout, skinny as I get out, so small, big, huge glasses, much like what I have on now. <laughs> and I'm trying to help her. She's like, boy, you can't do nothing with me, bro. You can't do nothing. <laughs> the look of panic on her face was priceless, though. I mean, she was not going to drown because literally, but it's, it's just literally she could not but she could get, get up. up. It was hilarious. And That's one of those was, beach memories that will never stands the it test was of like, the, like we are all dying <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and it's like, you know. We got like a pic. There was a we, either, I we definitely have, have a picture. picture of her stuck. We got in a picture the water. Yes. somewhere. I I'm like, that's how it, funny it was. I was looking through pictures with mom. I don't know, like right after she died, and we found that picture. Like, this is this the is picture. It. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, but that's the other thing that I'm glad that we've done is we've always captured these moments. And like you said, random moments are making you sad. I'm sitting outside of Barnes and Noble, and it's just an old lady with a cane. And I was like, I miss my Aunt Linda. Yeah. And it was like weird because it's like, again, the thing about my family that I've realized most of all now, they just make you happy when you see them. Correct. You know, like seeing Aunt Linda was like, I wanted, because again, I've always wanted to live in my sister's footsteps just to be my sister and do great (laughs) things. It was like, okay. Y'all kept Sarita because Sarita like also is mean in her own right. And so she would tell her story like you'd hear all these stories. I'm like, why didn't y'all do that for me? And I mean, I know now in hindsight, I'm glad at that point in time because anyway, lots of things going on. But like so when we would come see her when she used to work at this daycare in in town in, in Marvel, the town in Marvel, uh, I would always want to, like, I wanted to be one of her kids. I wanted to be one of the kids she was teaching or whatever. Because Sarita's like, yeah, man, let's talk me. For, I was like, what? <laughs> I want these things, you know. And when we go see her, she'd always be cooking something. You know, my favorite, or the cousin trio is there, or my cousin duo at the time. Um, and so that was always fun for me. And it was the cool house. Because even though I had an, uh, a great grandmother right around the road from her old house at the time, it wasn't as cool as Aunt Linda's house, you know, <laughs> in my mind. But it was just she was the cool, understanding, stern version of my grandmother. Correct. Like while my grandmother is, you know, very grandma, laid back, yeah. laid back for all of what they comparatively. I mean. Comparatively. Well, I'm going to say grandma is a free spirit. Yes. She can be uptight about certain things, but overall she's a free spirit. Go ahead. Um, But it was just, it was great. Like we would go down there and like I remember when um, Ari was born, that was going to be our baby. I wanted her to come with us. She was my baby. I wanted her to go everywhere. Like we were coming back and she was going to spend the weekend with us. Mm -hmm. And I wanted Patrick to go. And we get about halfway. It was not ended. him. It Pat didn't go because at that time he had turned into a little terrorist. Yeah. So it was just Ari. No, I know. And the I other was getting cousin to that, point. that. No, I was getting okay. to that point of him. Like 
he, we got halfway home and he didn't. We want weren't. It. We weren't halfway. You keep putting him oh. in the car. He wasn't there. It's our other cousin that was there. Pat didn't go with us. I wanted him to go with us. Yeah, is what I'm he, saying. Oh. I'm saying like he wherever wherever the the. But the we weren't halfway. Point, we just got outside of Marvel. Go ahead, wherever the go. leaving point is uh-huh. is what I'm saying. And I wanted him to go, and okay. he couldn't go, and I was upset about that. That okay. that was the that was the okay. whole story. Right. Like it didn't matter when or where, how on the road. I'm just saying he ended up not there with us. But yeah. we got to spend a whole little weekend with little baby Ari, and that was amazing because she was adorable <laughs> and then cutest kid in the world, and like. All this personality and stuff, but I said all that just to say there was like bigger connections. And I think I've been always blessed to have this kind of connections with my cousins where cousins aren't really cousins. They're brothers and sisters is what it feels more like. I think that is one thing that is unique about our family. We are we talk about the trio, me, you and Bible study mama. But we got that from the rest of our extended Mm -hmm. family because we are very rooted and grounded in each other. We're like very intertwined so i think that's another thing that makes it so difficult and yeah. it makes it difficult for people that are on the outside looking in to kind of understand like okay was she your first cousin no she wasn't oh, that like it doesn't weird like it does no she ever. was my second cousin but also she didn't even know what cousins we are because people at church would ask us all the time and she'd be like we're first cousins and i'd be like but we're not and she's like we're not no we're not um Cause our family, we don't really care about first, second, third. Who's your mama? Who's your daddy? We all belong to everybody. Yeah, because at some point you did. You did. <laughs> My we... sister was the baby for five years before I was born, and then I was the baby for four, or three, or whatever it is. Probably not, because we have a whole other set three of cousins that were babies. But anyway, no, we do. But yeah, I was, I get, what I was you're saying. it for like three years before the slew of them. Unless you're talking about. Um, other two. We not. <laughs> we not. <laughs> the hey, whole point. Hey, this almost no, no, turned listen. into something completely different. <laughs> no, <laughs> no so listen. But the whole Girl. point. No, listen. <laughs> See how quick you came about this grief. The, the whole point of the story is that we are very Ew. intertwined. Let's talk about Uncle Chauncey. Let's talk about oh, great memories with Uncle Chauncey. I can tell you. Um, when I bought my house, man, <laughs> Uncle Chauncey was probably sick of me. Um, anytime I needed a manly presence, uh, if something broke, uh, if I wanted advice on anything dealing with being a homeowner, if I needed a handyman to handyman something, he is the one that I called. So I was devastated when he moved to Nebraska. And I was like, Uncle Chauncey, are you moving because you're sick of me? Because I did call him quite often. Like (laughs) He put the screen doors on my house, took the old ones off and put the new ones on. We went to Lowe's together to pick them up. And um, we talked about life. I will say one thing I'm thankful for, Probably in the last year or two, like I have had some really great in-depth conversations with him about things I never knew, never even thought to ask or imagine um, him just sharing his life with me. And I think um, and I'm grateful for that. Like, I thank God that he like um, was open and willing to share. And also, um, I think one of the things I miss about him the most is that he would text me randomly just to tell me keep doing what you're doing you know what you do matters stay focused and those are the I don't know I'm not gonna cry but like those things matter um and they and they do make a difference and so um I thoroughly enjoyed 
listening to him in Sunday school discuss different verses or just like this is how I handle this in my life and just enjoy him as a person. Um, you are the, the prize jewel of, the, of this family. It shows a lot of times. I don't think so, but thank oh, you. Oh, my goodness, no. Because, like, I thought about that, and I'm like, well, Sarita does have something that she does, but when you – people show up and show out. Now, people will show up and show out for me, not saying they don't, but it's different. And it's different in this way of, like – like, you have the whole family in your Bible study class. You know, I may have – Majority of the people that can come, you know, when I when I do a sermon um, online or whatever, come, but they come into that Bible study class because my class have, has been faithful. Um, and I'm on hiatus, good, but go yeah. ahead because <laughs> because you grew into something, and that was always something that was like special to me about that. But for me and him, like these last five or seven years for me, and he really even longer than it's been seven, um, because it's majority of this is tracked by Jade. Um, but like he became a bit of a father to me in a way that he right. would kind of do stuff with me or teach me. Like when we were going through our, the biggest meltdown you and I've had, he was the, the male voice of like, sometimes you got to do stuff that is for you. You can't do this, you know? And yeah. it was like, I, if I didn't have that, I would have went crazy. He helped me move into my apartment, you know, on his little trailer, my whole room and everything that was my <laughs> life at that time fit. Right. And we got it all here. And, you know, we would have these long conversations about everything. Right. Everything. Like me and you, me and you were continuously coming to each other like, oh, you didn't know what we was talking about. And, and it was like, you know, this thing to where I just wanted to kind of be this much like him at least you know somewhere like okay i really hate that i didn't get him on the mic we really oh, should have man. zoomed it up um because you know when tamika passed away he when we we're at the cemetery he came up to me and he was like i know you have a lot on your plate whatever you need i'm here for yeah. you like we're on we're gonna make it work you know we're gonna get through this i don't know child it's, i don't know it's, i don't know <laughs> i don't and it was like <laughs> You know, he just, in the same way that everybody else, he brought that joy when you see him. Being yeah. late to everything he could possibly do. Now, we always to. said that the family saying is we ain't waiting on Chauncey because he going to come whenever he goes. Like, we could be doing anything. anything. Even if we knew Chauncey wasn't coming, listen, we ain't waiting on Chauncey. Let's like, eat. Let's eat. Especially, like, if we was waiting too long to, like, pray over the food or whatever. Like, it's we ain't like, waiting on Chauncey. He not coming. Let's we eat. We going to eat. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, again, like that's another for my mom. That was not her uncle. That was her brother. That was her brother. Like he's her uncle, but he's her brother. Like he's her because brother. They literally grew up together. together. They were literally like, raised. ran around yeah. together. They, they, they were literally were. raised by my great grandmother together. And so it's just been lost on top of loss. Layer and her mother loss. and grandma was his second was was a you to like how you are to me with that's how they are together right and it was like that's so rare i feel because when i talk to people and i've been talking through this whole time because it's literally like you get back to work and i have to be like okay i need this day off because this is a funeral and people don't get it they don't like i said earlier they don't get how our family operates so to them it's just like it's an uncle 
they want to grade it and or minimize it, it or whatever. Right. And then it's like you got to or, or act as though they're not going to 12 different grocery stores and wants to make the funeral like COVID zone zero. Whereas you don't care anywhere else, you know, in terms of like your exposure and, and so on and so forth. And it's just weird. It's one of those things that I've learned, like, with these special moments that I'm going to hold near to my heart, especially, like, you know, you gave me this book um, when when I got licensed uh, to preach. And, you know, she wrote this thing in there, Ain't Linda. And it was, like, the best thing in the world because they don't do that, you know, at least not. Ain't Linda's <clears throat> not, definitely not any motor. You know, they don't do that out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you like know that that's their thought process, like you told me, you know, um, talking to, to, to Tamika about any of the things, the, the funny things that she remembers, you know, um, the fact that I was her baby. And, and, and it's just these little things that like brighten things up in a different way for you. Right. You know, because you see things differently. You see when somebody wanted to go and do something for you that that might be in their mind what they were thinking you might not have thought that because you kind of needed to hear it or whatever but it's just they will be missed 100 percent. there's no and honestly i don't even think there are words to describe what this is right here mm. is a moment we're in this season we're in i think back to um Cause I think I am, I am, we talked about it. I am going to go ahead and run the season two opener. Um, I know Bible study brother doesn't like to talk dates, but I'm going to tell you that episode <laughs> was recorded the day after Tamika went into the hospital. And if you listen to it, you can tell I'm not really all oh. in and I'm not really You can also into tell it. that I don't know much. Yes. That he has no clue about what's going on. Cause I held it close to the vest. Um, until after we recorded and I was like, look, this is the situation. Like, and I'm like, wait, what? wait, this is what I'm tripping. But then about. That's been a thing. I think that I'm eh, going to say grateful to it, but it's something that we do. Um, where like majority of the time with our family, like if you don't get any news, that's good news. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, because until 2008, that's what it was. Like, no news is good news. People would be like, we have literally seen so many members of our family in and out of the hospital way more times before this year happened. Right. And been like, oh, I'm used to this. Right. You know, knee surgeries, hip surgeries. Whatever. So-and-so fell out. Like, like things to where we've seen miracles. So I'm not even going, like, and I think that's more what, what God is pushing me to. Like, you've, you know, he was so-and-so was coughing up blood and, and so-and-so we going up to, to, to hospitals cause we driving down the road and they smiling, sitting up eating. And then by Thanksgiving or Christmas, they back to themselves. Right. So God has moved yeah. on our behalf in so many different ways. And you know, I'm, I'm not going to begrudge it, but I am going to say that spiritually, this has been the most trying time in my life. Without a doubt, um, without a doubt. And as a friend. family, to be in this place of feeling broken, I'm not going to say that we are, but feeling broken, um, 
has been something that I can't quantify right. um, in words. It's something that has made me appreciate talking. You know, we talk a lot, but the way we talk now seems more like, hey, you doing all right? <laughs> all right, we here. I'm here. You here. <sighs> okay. All right. I hear you. You hear me. I love you. Like, I feel like the I love yous that each of us say when we get off the phone is like, I need you to know. Right. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to leave this place without the people I care about knowing I cared about them. Correct. I think we've all been very mindful to verbalize our feelings for each other and checking on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I will say, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll just keep that in my head <laughs> and, Maybe I'll share it some other time, but yeah, definitely the most trying time of my life spiritually. That's all I'm going to say. And we'll leave it there. And I don't know about you. I feel like this is the perfect way to wrap this one up before we go down the rabbit hole. Um, Yeah, I think it's a great. Um, So I know you've probably been looking for some blog posts every day. There's things going on. Uh, But your girl's grieving. But. There are still testimonies, even during this storm, that I guarantee will preach to you over at BibleStudyGirl.com. Go there now. Uh, You can hit us up on Twitter at uh, BibleStudyGirl, the number two. Um, On Instagram at underscore BibleStudyGirl. We have a Facebook page, BibleStudyGirl. And be sure to hit up our email at BibleStudyGirl2019. And remember... It is not they at gmail.com. Pre- oh, at gmail.com. Bible study girl 2019 at gmail.com. Correct. Uh, and it's not they preach, it's not the wind preaches, the rock preaches, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.